0: The truth. I'm Jim Price. The Jim Price Show daily update. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It is November twenty first. It's a Tuesday, twenty twenty three. Well, guys, remember that war we called Ukraine? That whole thing. Remember with unite with Ukraine, or I don't know, solidarity fists, or what? What was it? Yellow and blue is for me and you, or what was it? We were gonna do? we were gonna do we were gonna play Ukraine. But remember, we were going to go into Ukraine. No, we're go—we're not in Ukraine. Oh, our guys are fighting in the Ukraine, Ukraine, but we're not in Ukraine, and we have private contractors in there fighting with the Gazarian mafia. But we're not in there. So, but yeah, that thing—that whole thing. Um, I mean, I don't think that panned out the way we were hoping. I, I think there was some stuff that kind of went on there, and I think it screwed up a lot of people's. Uh, Oh, wait, no, it didn't screw up a lot of people's plan because they went ahead and money laundered over $200 billion and have been selling your United States munitions globally to the bad guys to kill other bad guys because other bad guys killing other bad guys seems like a good win for us. So we'll give them the tools to commit suicide with each other. Hmm. That's okay. That's fine. And uh, this is uh, this is a problem for us, right? So uh, but we, we we've got a whole thing. I need to I need to get back to what's actually going to be really important here. I want to show you guys some things. And uh, wow, I love that my mouse doesn't work like it's supposed to. When did that become a? When did the the mouse not doing exactly what you've told it to do become a? Why is this a thing? Like this doesn't even begin to make sense. All right. Well, let's just continue. Oh, so it doesn't like it that way. But does it like it this way? Oh, it doesn't like that either. Why is this thing, like, fighting against me to do cropping here? Okay. Um, let's see here. Wow. I didn't know this was a thing. All right. Revert to original. Screw you. I'm out of here. Uh, let's do that. I wanted to show you guys something, but I guess I'm going to have to wait. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so... So we we go to Ukraine, and we've been sending billions. Guys, I'm not talking about millions, and I'm not talking about like a hundred million, and I'm not even talking about like a billion, which is a hundred hundred million. So a hundred million times a hundred is a billion, right? Well, we've given that almost three hundred times the value of Ukraine. And now, guys, and this is something I I don't I, I don't want to like. It, it's it's not about how do I put this. I I have got an issue with we've sent over almost three hundred billion, and they're going to tell you even today. They're going to even tell you today. They're going to say, oh, well, but it's, um, well, you know, it's not really 400 billion. It's, or 300 billion. It's only like, we only sent like 20 billion over there. And that's all we really sent. So, any more than that, anybody who wants to, you know, sit there and say, you know, you don't know or this or that or make up, you know, because it's only like $22 billion we've sent to Ukraine. Do you understand that 6 years in a row that your Pentagon has not been able to ratify or rectify or balance its own books? Do you know that? Did you know that your own Pentagon does not have the ability in the last 6 years to identify where 11 trillion dollars, 11 trillion T trill try TRI, t-r-i. Trialien nuns, trielians, alien nuns. So, <clears throat> the reason I'm bringing this up is because we're gonna we're gonna talk about Israel next, and there's a lot of people who want to get themselves all wound up and all been out of shape and all you know. Oh yeah, the whole world's falling apart. You don't even know, Jimmy. You're an idiot. And these people will tell you over and over again that the Israel- Israeli war that we are in or amongst or a part of is absolutely necessary for world peace. <sighs> again, I'm, I'm making these dramatic pauses because I want you guys to think about what it is I'm saying. But also, I have to go ahead and do this manually on my phone to, to edit... These photos I want to show you guys. And for some reason on my laptop, which should have been like just easy-peasy Japanesey, I uh, could not get the laptop to actually do the editing I needed to do. So I had to do it on my phone. Isn't that cool? It's nice. Now, what did I talk about? I said Ukraine... Is, is a war that we are not fighting in, but our guys are there fighting and our private contractors are fighting with the Gazarian Mafia. Hey, Tanya Price, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate that. Remember, guys, like, share, comment as often as possible. Like, share, comment as often as possible. got to hit that like button, share button. That's just part of the game here we all play. I know we all don't think it's important, but uh, good to see you, John Kennedy. Thank you so much for being over on Cloud I appreciate that, man so my point is is that Gazaria mafia oh marcia enderton good to see you thank you so much for being on facebook as well thank you so much for being there now the Gazaria mafia is this little thing that we throw around kind of like kleenex we'll say oh you know kleenex that's a thing kleenex you know facial tissue this 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 box here of puffs is kleenex Well, actually, it says right here, and it's, is there a logo on this? I guess it's right here. Facial tissues. 124 two-ply facial tissues. Ooh, these are the the plus lotion. (laughs) That's great. Trademark, by the way. Um, Anyway, so this is the puffs, but what will we always call this? We'll call this Kleenex or... I don't know Clorox for all types of bleach. We say, "Hey, give me the Clorox," and people know that you're talking about bleach. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Well, <clears throat> we use the word Gazarian Mafia or Hazarian or Kazarian or Kazarian or Kazab, whatever you want to call it, but you have all these different versions of this. And they hear this thing, Sharm, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. I'll uh, see you see you guys at the event uh, next weekend. Uh, in Florida, I'll be flying out Thursday, and uh, Thursday night, be there, so, the Gazarian Mafia part of it, the, that, you know, that little part of it, well, there's some, there's some sticky conversations around this, and I'm gonna get to where I'm going on this whole thing, it's, it's actually coming, Rebecca Wells, good to see you, thank you so much for being here, remember guys, bang out that like button, like, share, like, share, all the good stuff. Um, now, why do we talk about the Gazarians? Why is this? Why can't I just come out and say that they're a Jewish group of people that go around and assassinate and have been uh, uh, mercenaries uh, for centuries? Oh, wait, I did. Do you guys know that? Do you guys know that we have these different subsets of people that actually participate? Um, <laughs> don't see the like button. Patricia Carson, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Well, uh, Patricia, they don't want you liking my stuff. That's just how they are. You know, uh, they are are meanies like that, old Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. So we could talk about the Gazaria Mafia, but when we talk about it, we have to do it very quietly so we don't get everybody's feelings hurt because if we say that this is a part of the Jewish faith or the Jewish people— or judaism then you're a anti-semite Yay! what does he get ladies and gentlemen what does he got for us all what does he what does he win oh that's right some more shadow banning some more of those things called <sighs> censorship well but that's all right you know that's what we do here we in america we're okay with censorship we just allow that to happen over and over again it's fine it's not fine so let's talk about what's been going on in Ukraine. Oh, I guess all I could do is do a... Uh, thank you, Tanya, for sharing the show out. Let's see. Let's do a uh, map of... You know, and I don't know how to spell Ukraine, so I'm kind of a uh, 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 a dummy. See here, uh, which one do I want to use? I want to use one that kind of gives me the region. I want to—I want you guys to see what it is that we're fighting about, or what what has been going on over there. Oh, this is a good one. This has got big colors and stuff. So let's do this. And um, all right, well, that's not going to be much of a picture, but we'll sure try to use it. All right, here we go. Now, I want to want you guys to see about the whole thing with Ukraine and what it is that we're all what are we all fighting for what are we dying and giving a billions and billions of dollars 300 billion dollars to oh yeah 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 okay see the red that's russia see the yellow that's ukraine see crimea that's not ukraine that's russia do you see that where they got the, uh, you know, these different Odessa and all that? Most of all, that's already that's the part that the only part they're fighting for. But what I wanted to show you in another map here, and I know this is so interesting to you guys. I know you guys are just uh, thrilled with your geography lessons that we're all required to have now. Because by God, we can't just, you know, have fun. We've got to make this a thing. Now, let me see if I can find. There it is. Um, let me do this. Let me show you guys. Here's another map. Okay, see that river running through the middle of there? There's a, right there it says Ukraine, and just to the right of it, there's a river there. See that big river? And it seems like there's a lot of water in those areas, kind of like it's a, you know, lake. Well, do you see that li- right there above Ukraine where it says uh Bela, Bela? Sirkva, Z- Zerk- Ver- Zerkva? I don't know how to say it. And then above that says Kiev. Well, it's got a little star and a circle around Kiev because that's the capital of Ukraine. Now, why is that important? Well, if you guys kind of see that little country to the right there where it says Russia, you know, well, up there in Belarus, yeah, that's kind of Russia. That's, that's kind of Russia there. And so you got the Belarus and the Russia thing. You see the names up there at the top of the screen, and the right of the screen, Belarus. Do You see where that lake is right there above Kiev? Do you know where, uh, that, why there's all that lake there? Do you know why that lake uh, occurs there? Do you think it's because it's a low-lying uh, area, a prairie land area that filled in like the Great Lakes where the water, uh, the water rose and it filled in the Great Lakes? That, that used to be big prairies up there. Uh, so, uh, do you think that that's a a lake that's got a, it's just like a little crevasse or something like the Finger Lakes in New York? Like a big gouges in the, in the, in the, in the solid rock? No. There's a great big dam right there. Now, if I were Russia, and I wanted to get rid of Kiev, where would I send a missile? Just ask him for a friend. So, If it was really about the battle of Ukraine, we would actually have one rocket go straight into the dam just a little north of Kiev and wash Kiev and all its inhabitants off the map. That's what you do to your enemies when you're trying to destroy them because you don't care about them. Or are we fighting something different than that? Are we fighting a different situation? So, this is a problem for us. So, now, let's go... Okay, so here we have... Okay, so let's go back to our two wars that we are... This is where we've spent $300 $300 billion has gone to Ukraine. So, $300 billion has gone to Ukraine. I want you guys to catch up with that. All right. So, um, this is where I want you guys to have a better understanding of... I really don't know how to spell. It's really that that good. Okay, so Ukraine has 37 million people, okay? And, uh... Okay, so Ukraine has... Um, oh, this is pretty interesting. Ukraine has 36 million people in it, Okay? California has 39 million people in it. Probably a lot less because a lot of people have left. Oh, wait. Um, Yeah, they're saying that they're having population declines in this quite a bit. So they're not, I mean, this next year may not be good for them. All right. So the exact population of California or within a couple million of California is the same exact population of Ukraine. But we've sent three hundred billion dollars out of the federal government's money. Oh wait, your money. Who cares about you? You're stupid. Um, they, they've sent your money, three hundred billion dollars of your money. You know, maybe it may be on a credit card, maybe on a line of credit. I don't know. Maybe a, a HELOC, a little home equity loan. I don't know. I don't know what they what they did there. And uh, this is a this is a situation where that ukraine and california okay matchy matchy but we're not sending 300 billion dollars to california are we we're being invaded there they're being run over by the mafia oh wait the cartel i'm sorry we call it cartel in mexico we don't call it the Gazarian Mafia. We, call it, we don't call it the UN. We don't call it the WEF. We don't call it the World Economic Forum. We don't call it the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. We don't do that. No, no, no. it's the UN or NATO. Wait, which is it? NATO and UN? It's not us. Hmm. But why is there UN paperwork being handed out to the people that are invading us on in the southern border? I don't know. Why are we giving them an app on their phone so they can go check in? and get their federal benefits when they get to America. I need to go become an immigrant because I could use about $4,000 a month. I could use a uh, EBT card for my food, and I would then charge myself rent to live here because obviously the government's willing to pay for it. And if they're willing to put people up in two, three, $400 a night hotels in New York, three, $400 a night to live in the Chateau Le Price, uh, the house of house, of the price. I don't know if that's a French thingy or not. Or sounded French. French sounded very fancy. The the price chateau on the hill in in the great plains of Kansas. Um. Anyway, I I could charge the government two, three, four hundred dollars a night for my stay. I don't know. That might be pretty good money there. That's uh. I I mean I don't I'm trying to use rough numbers, but if I'm going four hundred dollars a night plus tax, because <laughs> you know we got to pay tax, uh, let's say it's four hundred dollars a night. That's uh, twelve thousand dollars a month in uh, mortgage payments. I could have this place paid off here in ten months and uh, and be te- be debt free. So that'd just be pocketing that twelve grand a month because I'd be charging my country three four hundred dollars a night. Well, let's let's do this. I'll give the government a deal. Let's only charge them two hundred dollars a night for my stay here at the uh, Chateau Le Price, and uh, I think that that we could do that. I think it'd be okay. But why is it? Well, so if I go down there, cross the border, I'm going to get a card, but I got to show up in the next three to six years to a immigration court. Boy, I sure I hope I remember that. It might be a long ways away for me to remember that I need to be, uh, I need to be uh, back. So uh, maybe my, maybe that little app thing will work for me. Maybe it'll give me notif- notifications that I need to actually go to court and I will actually show up. I probably won't, but I'll I'll continue to receive my benefits because obviously I'm deservant of those. I've I'm a disabled vet and I don't even get that much. I don't even get what I could, I don't, yeah, a month, I don't know if I get that in, uh, I think that takes me three years to get that in my uh, VA benefits. What they get in a month takes me three years to get in my VA benefits, just saying, but that's fine. Okay, so, all right, well, let's go back to, we need to go back to our original map here, and so we are in Ukraine, right? And this is the thing. I want you guys to make sure you're keeping up with what we're talking about here. So we're in Ukraine. Now, I want to show you something that might not settle with you very well. And i it's just what I have to do to be a friend of yours because, you know, this is what friends do. Uh, syncing up with iCloud now. Of course, it didn't want to sync up the way it was supposed to. Hmm. Why would it stop the syncing? Okay, there we go. Now it should be going through. Why is this a thing? All right. Now, remember that map I showed you guys a long, long time ago? Uh, Let's see. um, Map. I got some data. I got some data on let's go back to our great our good maps here. We real I like this map a lot um, This one's got a lot of detail. it's got a lot of cool stuff you guys like to see. okay so this map is the map that we're gonna talk about. Uh, this is uh, the yellow in the middle, the bright yellow in the middle is Israel. the pale yellow to the right is Iraq. and that little pink on the very very edge over there on the right hand side that is Iran. Remember, Iran's the problem, guys. The only reason we have problems. the only reason we have problems in Israel is because of Iran in the Gaza Strip. But see the Gaza Strip is this little bitty piece down here by Egypt. See the dark dark green in the bottom left there it says Cairo. Well, that dark green down there, that's Egypt. And that little bitty gray spot right next to the Mediterranean Sea. They're just, uh, right, that says Gaza Strip right there, and this says Jerusalem and Tel Aviv and Israelia, okay? Well, Gaza Strip is right down there, and that, that, my friend, is the real problem because way over there, oh, wait, so on the map over way over there on the very end is Iran, and then there's Iraq, and then there's Jordan, and then there's Israel, and then there's the Gaza Strip way over here in the now I have told you guys over and over again I have told you guys that there is a problem with the math that why are we in Israel? Because Israel's the most important place on earth. We all love Israel because if you don't love Israel you know what you are you're a Nazi neo-nazi wait what's a neo-nazi Nazi yeah, you're a Nazi you're a wait you're a you're 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 the problem you you hitler you okay you see how i did that you see how you i i I presumed guilt on you and made you feel like you're lesser than that's what we do that's how we do it we keep shaming everybody to not really stand up for what it is that's going on and this is how we do it by calling you an anti-semite that you don't believe in the sovereignty of israel oh you don't believe in the sovereignty of hamas the political group that has been funded by the Rothschilds and The United States government just gave them money. Deet, 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 deet. That's right, folks. Hamas is being supported by you guessed it. America. Thank you very much. Thank you for being. Did we get Hypocrite of the Year yet? I'd like to think I'd like to thank the Academy for my Hypocrite of the Year award. You know, this is this is what I'm I, this is the the stupidity in which I'm dealing with here. Don't forget your service dogs, they cost. <laughs> yeah. I know. So uh uh Patricia says uh God changed Jacob's name to Israel, just saying. Well, I, I again I'm not this is not isn't Israel thing. I'm trying to get to the higher level where they're using your religious and your uh nationality pieces against yourself okay i'm not fighting about the jews not fighting about the bible not fighting about israel not fighting about hamas not fighting about palestine or palestine or the palestinians i'm just pointing out to you the things that are going on that are causing the black ants and the red ants to fight with each other because they keep shaking up a damn box so that's the problem we have um and so we continue to go down this path of um we have okay so remember way over there remember okay let's do this okay i'll, I'll do the flash back and forth with you here so work with me um oops gotta get the israel map up okay now Way over there, okay, on the very edge, of the pink—that's Iran. The yellow right in here—that's Iraq. The green right in here, see it? That's Syria. Okay, and then right about my microphone in the middle is yellow—that's Israel. And then, wait, and then the bottom is Gaza Strip. Now, the Gaza Strip just so happens to be in a very cool place and when I say cool place I mean a very profitable place for some people who are in power does that make sense to you yet now let me bring up let me bring up these next little pieces here for you and this is where it gets so much fun I do I do appreciate uh, the fact that we really are just uh, a bunch of idiots on why won't this come up. Why does this do this to me? I do not, I do, 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 do not understand why this has got to be a thing. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do that. I don't know why it won't pick up the stream or the uh, thing on this. (sighs) That didn't work.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: (laughs) All right. These are really great photos, and I want... Oh, there it is. Finally, it finally came up. Good grief. That was absolutely ridiculous. Okay. So, let's size this window down so you guys can all see what's going on here. So this is a this is a uh, this is a little clip. You guys need to look at this. It says here, U.S. President Joe Biden's Energy Se- uh, Secretary advisor is visiting Israel to discuss potential economic revitalization plans for Gaza, centered around undeveloped offshore natural gas fields. What did I tell you a long, long time ago? I'm being very singy today, sing-songy. I'm very sing-songy now, um, guys. It, it, it's this gets worse, so let's let's move on to the next one here. Nothing to see there. Uh, what's this one here? Oh wait, here's more evidence of exactly why we're in there, folks. I want you guys to see this. Uh, we want you, everybody. Remember, this is about the Israeli people and their sovereignty. So by gosh, if you don't you know, bend the knee to this lunacy, then obviously you are an anti-Semite. But see, listen, we got here, discovered in 2000, there are extensive gas reserves off the Gaza coastline. It should be noted that 60% of the gas reserves along the Gaza-Israel coastline belong to Palestine. The BG group drilled two wells in 2000, Gaza Marine 1 and Gaza Marine 2. And so this is where this is all going. This is where we have an identity crisis because we're telling you it's about those stinking Palestinians. But here's the real truth of it. See that little yellow there above where it says Israel out there in the water? Little splashy blue part. Okay. Okay. See those little yellow thingies? Well, that just happens to be that big yellow one that touches the coast of Israel right there. That little red dot? Well, that just happens to be where the Gaza Strip is at, and that also happens to be—wait for it. Let's see. Oh, wait. Let's let's go through this little statement here. You'll like this one here. This is a good one. This is a uh, this is for educational purposes only. I uh, I do not play a uh, intellectual. Thought-provoking individual. Uh, I only play a thought-provoking individual on TV. I'm not one in real life. And I stayed at a um, Holiday Inn last night. Here we go. Uh, Rishi Sunak's family in law signed a 1.5 billion dollar deal with BP in relation to the Gaza oil fields. UK government has not uh, has no interest in ceasefire. Same stuff with mRNA COVID vaccines. What coincidence, we are ruled by master criminals. Stop supporting them. Stop voting for them. Now, these are statements that I took off of another post, right? What was I trying to point out to you there? What, why is that a big deal to see it that way? Well, I want you guys to understand that this is how we have to do this. We have to break this down in a way so everybody can see this and everybody can understand. Now, let me get to oh, let me get to that one little photo, that funny little photo where it shows. Um, where oh where did it go? I have a photo that shows you exactly where the canal is going to go through Israel, and where does that canal go? Where does it exactly go? It exactly goes right into that gas field. Where they will be putting in the new um, Israeli uh, channel, channel, ch- channel, that's the tunnel. That's a channel tunnel, right? No, it's the one, uh, the one that they actually uh, are cutting out of rock right now. It's going to be able to pass two ships. It'll be a go both ways uh type of waterway and it will dump right out at that gaza strip right there at the north end and that's exactly where they started this whole thing from just like the fact that israel allowed for a tank that moves anywhere from three to five miles an hour to ram the israeli fence and cause this whole thing to spin off that's what this has been about the whole time so, when we think about what we're up against, and we are on around going, oh, you know, we got to protect them and we got to do this and that. Well, we got to be kind of careful. Uh, we'll do this. Oops. Uh, Israel Canal. Oh, the Ben Gurion Canal Project. Got to love it. There we go this was the picture i'm looking for that's the one ladies and gentlemen that's the one we want to see right there uh oh Sefiri. there we go all right let's take a look at what we got here folks this is actually this is actually what's really going on here this is the part where it gets really kind of icky because we find out that we as americans and our emotions and all the palestinians uh, Suez Canal, Israel Canal plan, by the way, it's not a plan. It started two and a half years ago, almost three years ago now. They started chunking away at that. And the problem with it is is that if you if you see where that little red line dumps out right there at the JERUS, the Jerusalem right there. Well, yeah, you see how it just kind of stays right inside the Israeli border, you know, just kind of head straight north there. They do a little jog about midway through. Well, exactly where that says Jerusalem was exactly where the north end of the Gaza Strip is. And if I have all this natural gas and I'm going to have to put all this infrastructure in, I'm going to create all these jobs, then why would I do it for those stinking Palestinians? See, this is my problem. This is where we continue to find ourselves on the wrong side of history. We're finding out about all the people who were involved, all the families involved, all the bloodlines involved, the 13 families, the gray pope, the white pope, the gray, the black pope. We know about all this stuff. We know about the Orsini's. We know about the Colognes. We know the Columbus and all that stuff. We get it. But the sad part of it is, is they've gotten us so used to not even trying to ask questions. They're just force-feeding you junk. And you're just sitting there asking for another mouthful. What a glutton for stupid information. And I mean that. I really do mean that. I mean, it's a glutton for stupid information. This is what we have to look at differently. Obviously, that uh, that our country has been a a Nazi-captured operation for a while. Yeah, John Kennedy... We did not win World War II, and we have been ran over by what we consider to be people who believe that they know more than we do. And you can call them a Nazi. You could call them a Zionist. You could call them a Democrat. Uh, you could call them a Democratic—you uh, could say that our country is a Democrat country, a Democrat-run country, or democratically-run country. And that's actually accurate, except for when you look at the Constitution, it says Constitutional Republic. See, they've got us so layered under all the lies, all the BS, all the things that we're going through in our daily lives, all this stuff, that we could barely even figure out how to take a deep breath and breathe out the bottom lobes of our lungs. We can't even imagine to start to think about what it would be if we actually just really had freedoms and liberties? What would it be like if we weren't under so much pressure, so much tension, so much angst, so much anxiety? What would it actually be like for us? What would it look like if we actually just had freedom? Well, the problem is is that me having to peel back this many layers of this stinking onion to try to get to this point where you can understand it and you can comprehend what's really going on in Ukraine and what's really going on in Israel, and what's really going on at the southern border, and what's going on in China or Taiwan or anywhere else that they say that there's all these other skirmishes we have going on. Guys, we are not on the right side of this. And I actually have been sitting back and thinking about how this really looks. And I was thinking about If I was an American man, like I am, I am American. I believe that we need a small g government, but I love America. I think America, and its constitution, is actually the supreme law that I could see that could globally make a difference in the whole world. Now, by the way, Argentina had a great election yesterday. Their conservative uh, uh, president uh, is going to be amazing. He's a real go-getter. Uh, reminds me a lot of somebody who will be in there to make a difference for the people so we are hi daisy good to see you we are under so much pressure so much angst so much anxiety of all and and i'm going to repeat this a little bit but i want you to listen to this that if we were actually given the opportunity to actually not live under the wrong side of history, to actually to not live under these pressures, not to be taxed. Guys, I do believe we're taxed at 300%. And I know that doesn't make sense to you because you're like, no, I got money in the bank. I got my $12. I, I, it is a miracle that we have any money that we can spend freely on our own. And I've gone through the evaluations of that with you. But the representation that we are getting in our government, it doesn't work. But I do believe in our country in a small G government, and I do believe that we have a constitutional republic according to our constitution. And the problem is, is that Benjamin Franklin's statement of, well, you have a constitution if you can keep it, is really ringing in my ears now. Because I've got a country who is worried about letting men take a leak in the women's bathroom. Whereas men, we should be standing up to that and saying, dude, you go in the bathroom, I'm going to punch you in the mouth, and there should be nobody else saying anything to us. Period. Men, if we stood up to weird men, they quit being weird. Women, if you stood up to weird women, you wouldn't have weird women. And as a society, if we normalize conversations with each other, we wouldn't have weird people or the kind of tyranny we live under now. But because you're willing to keep your mouth shut, because you're willing to, to tribalize, because you're willing to go build a little box for yourself and hide in there, and there are all your little restrictions and all your other stuff, you can't make a difference in the world around you. See, this is a problem for me that I wish that you guys saw what I could see when I had to bring my life to zero to get me here. I want you guys to see it through my example, but also an example that, yes, as much as they can tear you down, you still have your ability to speak. You still have your discerning heart. You still have your ability to take care, right? Take care of yourself in here. Make these decisions in here. Be the right people at the right time. Go on on this stuff. Donations for kilt. Oh hey, I'll wear a kilt all day long. I let it, I let it free out. Get out there and be free. Actually, kilts are very complicated. I don't know if people realize that it, that's actually a very heavy layered working uh tool. Actually, the kilt was meant for uh working with animals and uh, different things like that. So kilts are actually pretty pretty utilitarian. Um, but no heck, oh you guys, uh, you guys wanna, you guys wanna put some money together for the old. Uh, For the old Jim Price kilt fund, I don't have a problem with that. We'll figure that out as well. Oh, guys, remember, uh, I did go past my commercial break here. Remember, MyDailyNaturals, MyDailyNaturals.com. Guys, get signed up for MyDailyNaturals, and uh, let's see. I'll put it in here in the comments real quick, so that way you got it. DailyNaturals, DailyNaturals.com. Okay, MyDailyNaturals.com. I put that in the comments there for you guys to see. My Daily Naturals. Guys, go over there, get your basic cell function going. Also, this, guys, we went out and and got these vitamins put together and we're putting them in kits for you for basic cell function, but also we have other uh, vitamins that you can take and that'll be available. We're going to be bringing more and more on. We have to go through a large process of uh, approval and things like that. So what we're bringing on right now is what we've gotten approved so far. We got the basic cell function package out there right away. Uh, that's your iodine, that's your copper, that's your magnesium, that's your folate. That's what's in there. That gets your basic cell function going. That puts some rubber on the old tires, uh, rubber on the rims, and makes the car go, right? Makes the truck uh, bounce, whatever you want it to do. But if you don't have rubber on the wheels, you're not going to go anywhere. So anyway, well, guys, continue to think about this as we go down this path, that we have so much in front of us. That if we had a country who believed in the Constitutional Republic, that we actually studied that Constitution, we actually practiced it in our daily lives, and we kept repeating that, we would actually be able to win the information war. And there's a lot of people that will go out there and tell you right now that we do live in an informational war-like situation now. I mean, we've been under informational war, I think we've been under it since about 2012. or was that 2014 that Obama allowed for the federal government to go ahead and propagandize, is that a big word? That's a big word, propagandize the uh, American public. And so because that's been okay to do, they've actually, that's where you, you see the Facebook and the Instagram and, uh, and the Telegram. By the way, Telegram was Twitter. I don't know where we're getting not getting that right in our heads. And I don't know why everybody's like Telegram's so free. No, they're not. They take posts down all the time. Uh, Rumble takes posts down all the time. Shadow bans all the time. I don't like it, but anyway. Um, Patricia says uh, 2010. I you know I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, was when we did it with Obama. But either way, somewhere in, the, in Obama's his reign as the king and uh, the king and limp-wristed boy that he is, he uh, he decided that it was okay for us to go ahead and lie to ourselves. Not that our government wasn't doing it already, but they can just openly do it now, and they really don't have to care about what you think. They don't have to ask for permission. They don't have to disclose to you. They don't. It doesn't matter. But at the same time, we find out that the father of... So the Netflix uh, founder, his father was the founder of propaganda that was sold to the FBI. The FBI was started by the Rockefeller Institute. Rockefeller Institute hired a network of private investigators to go nationally and globally to get as much information on every single city, county, state, and federal employee, as well as political candidate, as well as any industry giants. That's what they did. That's how they do this, guys. We, we are just, this is a long laid out plan where people are coming in and building off the foundational work of generations of them before, where the Rockefeller Institute put in things like the AMA, the Department of Education, women's suffrage, the uh, alcohol ban that we had for a minute. But, oh, wait, by the way, you can't do alcohol at home because you can run your vehicle off of alcohol Uh, Ford vehicles initially could be ran off of gasoline or pure grain alcohol. It didn't matter. You could actually make alcohol out of leaves, any type of organic uh, uh, type uh, material, including straw, hay, uh, your corn stalks, all that stuff. So that's one of the biggest reasons we went into prohibition, not because Molly Hatchet was on the right side of the history or the fact that alcohol is a true poison to the body. And it has nothing to do with your ability to lose control or make better decisions or not make good decisions. Uh, The fact of it is your body actually looks at it as a toxin. And uh, instead of other things that you can put in your body that it's a food or a medicine to your body, alcohol has never been that. And so, anyway, that's just a thing out there. But, again, Rockefeller Institute, Rockefeller. You know, here we see these same, same people over and over again with their fingers on the scale just like we had the, the newspaper magnate that went and nationally began to syndicate or repeat the same story uh, over and over and over again across our country without actually having any re- you know, anybody checking on them. So this is a problem for us. That's why, you know, uh, Hearst, the Hearst House in California, one of the largest ones on earth, that's, you know, Mr. Hearst was, he believed in controlling the people. He believed in what was best for him just like when we got rid of the cannabis industry and created the Dust Bowl in the Midwest because they wanted to use more pulp in paper because cannabis, the fiber, is too renewable and it actually puts nutrients back in the soil. So let's not do that. Let's just cut down trees. And anyway, we still cut down trees. Let's just not use them for paper, right? Well, we use cannabis. What, that, cannabis is, that hemp is able to grow three crops a year in the same field. You can only grow one. And it puts nutrients back in the soil. Anyway. Hmm. Rebecca Wells says, my mom passed in 2008. She said Obama was the Antichrist back then. I wish I would have listened to her more. Oh, yeah, that, that gentleman has got some explaining to do. Not only just in his whole idea of his policies, but I know a lot about his family, his grandfather, his mother. His father, stepfather. Everybody does, and yet we still can't seem to get right answers about the whole thing. Uh, Marsha Anderton says, "My body treats alcohol like it treats McDonald's. I barf even after a tiny bit." Well, there you go. Yeah, that's uh, there's a lot out there, guys, to think about of how our body reacts to the food and medicine that we put into it. Right. Uh, by the way, if you know, when was the last time you were ever you know rebelsis deficient in your diet. When was the last time that you ever, you know, were a little bit, uh, you know, ten, uh, tetanus deficient, so you need to get sure and get, a, get some more tetanus because your tetanus levels were low? So this is a problem that I continue to see that our bodies are being subjected to so much. What if we didn't have all these chemicals they were putting into us? What if we didn't have all the crap in the air they were spraying? What if they didn't have all the, what if I didn't have to worry about drinking out of copper and, and having purified water? What if I just, just add structured water coming out of my faucet? What if I could just actually just literally stop making all these chemicals and all this crap putting in my food and we went back to basics of lard and flour and meat? What if we stopped lying about who's really trying to run the world? What if we stop lying about what we're really doing in ukraine what if i what if we all stop lying about why we're really in israel why don't you just say hey we're gonna move a bunch of people out because we want to go in there and pump some natural gas and make billions of dollars see i'm not i'm not offended by that i'm not offended by the the, you guys you guys want to make money okay we'll go make a deal with the people who own the land oh maui Oh, no, we'll just burn your ass to the ground. Oh, wait, in Israel, we'll throw bombs at you. And we'll just take bulldozers and start pushing all the houses over. Do you see see how it's exactly the same story? Maui, Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, southern border. It's all about this destruction of what if we just stop bringing people into the southern border? What would actually happen to our economy? Guys, I'm telling you right now, the instantaneous bounce of our economy that would happen if we just shut the southern border and put people on a true immigration protocol that everybody else has been doing for centuries. Now, I don't have a problem with immigration, and I don't see an issue with it whatsoever. You want to leave your country, come here, you know, that's great. If I want to leave my country, go there, then that's great as well. Well, what I'm pointing out is that what if we weren't under all this pressure and we weren't put under all these wars and we weren't told that we got to continually hate each other all the time? What would our world and our lives actually be like? What if we didn't send $300 billion to Ukraine? What if we didn't send... All those medications across the globe for that government chemical they wanted to put in your arm a couple years ago. What if we didn't spend the the $3 trillion in 2020 that Nancy Pelosi made sure and put through right away? What happened to that $3 trillion? Anybody, anybody looking at the COVID numbers anymore? Anybody looking at that PRP money, the PPP money? Anybody still looking into that? <coughs> anybody doing it, you know... Making sure all that money went to the right places. See, this is a problem for us. We have, we have ourselves a credibility issue. Because we talk about that we're $32 trillion or $33 trillion in debt. And as of 2024, the end of 2024, we will only be make able to make interest-only payments we will not be able to pay down the principal any longer. That's a fact, guys. We're going to be in interest-only payments here very shortly. But again, I'm having this problem of an identity issue within myself because I'm an American and I believe I live in a constitutional republic while I got Nancy Pelosi saying, if Trump wins, we will lose our democracy. Okay, I'm okay with that. I don't want a democracy, Nancy Pelosi. I don't want elected leadership. I want elected servants, as in a constitutional republic. A republic is elected leadership, or le- elected servants. Democracy is elected leaderships. That's the complete, that's the only difference, guys. One are people that lead you without any recourse or any accountability to the people. The other one... Is absolutely a servant to you and shall do as you say. Period. Dog catcher to president. Period. Doesn't matter if they got a little shiny badge and a little name tag with an officer's number on it. It doesn't matter any of that. Doesn't matter if they got the Smokey the Bear hat and they got a trooper sticker on the side of their car that they've got all blacked out and, and they got shadowed stickers in there. So, you oh, we got to catch you guys. We're going to drive these black vehicles and we're going to put on our sunglasses and we're going to get our little lasers out and we're going to catch you doing stupid things and then we can tax you for it. Let me ask you guys, what country did you sign up for when you were thinking of America? Were you thinking of that? Were you thinking of America when you thought, you know I can't wait for uh, me to see cops in a $100,000 equipped vehicle and another hundred and some thousand dollars in salary and benefits going to that individual to go out and hit people for $200 tickets. How about you don't? How about you get out and walk a beat? How about you go out and walk a neighborhood? How about you get out and know the people? How about you don't go around trying to get people for cases? Why don't you just become friends with the community and find that crime will automatically go down just because you are there, not because you're arresting people, not because you're destroying lives, not because it takes me two or three years to get my life back after I have to sue everybody for destroying my home and my reputation and my life. No, how about you just don't do that? How about you work on the benefit of the doubt? How about you work on de-escalation? But we can't have that conversation, can we? Because we're too busy trying to figure out how Iran is involved with Hamas and the Gaza Strip and we're going after the Gaza Strip because it's a big property play. That's all it is. That's all the whole thing is, is a big property play. It has nothing to do with anything else. Yes, there's gazarian mafias, yes, there's gray and white and black popes, and there's the families and the you know, the, the Orsinis and all this other stuff. I get it. Rothschilds, woo. But if you start calling bull stuff bull stuff, then it goes away. If you call it for what it is, it stops. If you keep ignoring it and keep giving money to Ukraine, United Ukraine, we stand. You know, send it to the Red Cross or send it to Uber. Uber was trying to get me to send money to Ukraine through Uber. Why? So they get the virtue signaling that they wrote a check to to who in Ukraine? Who'd you write a check to? Uh, payable to Ukraine. Who do you write the check to, Uber? How much did you actually spend or send? How much did you collect? I collected money for a Mississippi at the beginning of this year so that I could send the money to my friend. So when the Mississippi tornado went through rolling forks, I was a part of that. And the money I collected for that donation, I sent to her. But that's what I did. But what about Uber? What about these others that all collected money for that? What about United for uh, uh, Israel? I saw an advertisement on TV the other day for Israel send money to Israel who's sending who are we sending it to? But see again we become useful idiots when we don't actually talk and we don't open our mouths and then we, here we are. This is the problem for us. We have a credibility issue globally and we should be thinking about this differently. All right guys uh, remember my daily naturals mydailynaturals.com mydailynaturals. naturals go over there get signed up. We should be shipping out here at the beginning of December, so you guys can get on your monthly regiment of My Daily Naturals every single month. Go over there, sign up. We've got the mobile app straightened out. There was a little bit of a layout issue. Everything was there, but when it populated, it went, but we got that fixed a couple of days ago. So that's great. Uh, go get on your PC, get on your tablet, get on your laptop. Go over to mydailynaturals.com, mydailynaturals.com. Not only do we have the basic cell package. That we basic cell function package, but we also have others that we're bringing online as we get approved for those things. And guys, we are bringing in the best vitamin on the market. There really is no other ones out there that top this. Even Mike Adams, I, I'll, I'll put it up against you, Mike Adams. Whatever you want to do, let's talk about it, buddy. I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, Rhonda, good to see you. Thank you so much for you. She says, Mississippi here. Thank you. Yeah, Rhonda, no worries. Uh, Rolling Forks, uh, they are still dealing with the fact that FEMA and the city council and all that don't know how to handle anything, and there are people who are not, are still displaced out of their house after that tornado in Rolling Forks, and uh, anyway, so those people are still out there and still need help. All right, guys, for me, I'm going to get out of here. Remember the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less it have to do for you. Learn how to be selfless. And not so damn selfish, there will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line, hold fast, you don't give up, you don't give in, we'll win. I promise I'll make promise I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer out there. Understand the Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. You guys have always, always, always been the answer. Never give away your power, your God-given, enable rights. All right, guys, I do have an event coming up next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend I'll be in Florida. And then two weeks after that, I will be in Arizona at... The Turning Point USA. Turning Point USA will be in Arizona. Uh, this is the one they do two weeks before Christmas, and looks like I already have an event lined up for. I think it's the second week in February down at the Mexico border. I will be going down to the border. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be quite like that. That sounds very racist. Um, no, we're going to go down there, and we're going to do what we can. Uh, Marsha Anderton, good, thank you. She says, happy Thanksgiving, Jim. And, yes, tomorrow, guys, I'm going to talk about Thanksgiving and what it really should mean and what we should be doing for Thanksgiving as a country, as a nation, as the problem solvers that we really should be. It's been, uh, It's just, just one of those things, guys. We We've been led down a path, and we need to get our history right. Uh, Thank you guys so much for all the comments. Remember, like, share, comment as often as possible. Like, share, comment. Push it out there. Get it out to everybody. we got to beat this algorithm. Twitter is still holding me back. Facebook, they're doing their thing. You guys are amazing. And thank you guys so much for what you guys have been doing for me out there. Uh, Remember, uh, hold fast. Hold the line. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise. I'll make promises. I can't keep, guys. Thank you so much for what you're doing out there. I'm Jim Price at Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys all be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.